I want women to know that they have a voice and they're important and they should do what they want to do. I'm fucking hungry. What they said that we can do, I'm going to prove them that we can. If you just keep fucking going and you just don't stop. Hi, baby. Hop in the Lamborghini. Uh, I'm needy. I'm me only. I'm needy. Uh, hi, baby. Hop in the Lamborghini. Lamborghini. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I will say second part, uh, segment, whatever you want to call it. Today's uh, second guest here is someone I've been following for a minute. Um, as you all know, I've been raised by a single mom. I have two daughters at home. I have a beautiful wife. I am all for having a woman to go to different levels. And I often look for female entrepreneurs that I can have on the show. My wife's always calling people, hey, my husband needs a female guest, but I don't have enough female guests. And today, that prayer was answered. Today, I have Catherine Rojas, who's an entrepreneur and has an amazing story. And we'll jump into it. Catherine, thank you for jumping on. Thank you so much for Appreciate having you. me. Thank you for the Seriously, intro. Was, okay. Was it, was it okay? I, I love that. I, I love think it. I should I wish I got a little more hard on that. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, Catherine, no joke, man. Um, Raised by a single mom, uh, my mom wasn't that most educated woman. She didn't know much, and she kind of gave up on life. My dad left her, and she started binging eating, and she, you know, and she lost purpose. She got depressed, and and so like I don't know, man. Ever and I had no sister, but ever after after that, I was like, wherever I go, I want women to know that they have a voice, and they're important, and they should do what they want to do. Next is a man, right? But, and I saw your story. I was so in, in, inspired. Tell me, where you were you born? Well, first of all, I appreciate, you know, your words. Um, I, it is fucking hard being a woman. Yes. You know, it's hard. And, and it's a tough journey. But if you just stick through it and you just go against all the odds, things are just going to work out. Okay? It might not work at the beginning, but it's going to work out. And you just got to keep going. But a little bit about me. Um... Where do I start? I was born in Cuba. I left when I was two. Um, I moved to Israel. It was hard to get out of Cuba, and my mom was able to find a way because um, we're Jewish. So we moved to Israel, to the other side of the world, just to escape, right, to, to look for a better life. Um, we lived there for many years, over five years. It was my first language, my first like, culture, everything. It's almost like I wasn't even Latina. Really? Yeah, I wasn't speaking Spanish because we had to learn a completely different language. Um, so when I moved here to the States, uh, it was so fucking hard. I, like, I mean it. It was so hard from having to learn a new language, you know, uh, getting accustomed to an, a whole brand new culture. Um, when I tell you every odds that could have gone against me was going against me just yeah. because, you know, you're different. Just because you're not what everyone at school you know the normal you know, right the normal breed right right yeah. right and then um yeah so that was pretty much that we moved here and then that's when the fun started yeah right yeah. Ha having to start from from the bottom how old were you when you came from to, uh, from israel to america i was seven years old okay so you're still a baby you're yeah you're very young mom and dad are together at that time uh well yes okay it's a little complicated story. Okay. You know, it's like um, my parents were always those, those parents that um, stayed together just to stay together, oh. but they were not together. They're not, okay. 
Yeah, it, it. it was like a very like toxic, you know, household. But but yeah, they're they're together. They're together. Yeah, they're together right now. They're together right now. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How many brothers sisters do you have? I have one brother. He's younger than me, and then I have an older sister. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. How did that make you feel to be raised in a toxic household? Um, it was hard. Let me tell you, like, uh, you know, I I just wish that. I don't wish that upon any child, really. Like I always said, it's always going to be different when I do it this time around, you know? Like, and, and the crazy part is that the struggles that we had at home, it was really financial struggles. Yeah. You know, it's like, we can afford this. Like, look at all these bills. Like, how are we gonna go and uh, get a car? Like, we, we don't have enough, you know, to, to put food on the table. Like, it, it was those type of arguments that would just, get bigger and bigger yeah. and then it would just crash crash in our family and then you know fortunately us growing up because it was my sister and me during that time um we had to to see that so i remember seeing that growing up i was like holy shit damn i don't want to be i don't want to be in that situation or there was also a part of me where it's like how can i make it better sure what what can i do to, to just like that. stop all of this that's sad. And uh, it's, it's interesting. A lot of households have it. back, in, Especially back in the day. It's still this day. Yeah. You know. And by the way, uh, some say, well, you know, um, I'm talking to myself, like, yo, your parents were not rich and that's why it was toxic. No, even it's all it, a toxic behavior. It runs from all socioeconomic platforms. Correct. Social, uh, lower class, middle class, higher class. Everyone right. has them, right? Um, wow. That's, that's in insane. So that affected you. Was your confidence affected by that? I, I think I took the problem and um, it, it gave me a drive. It gave me it gave me that hunger. You know, it's like when I tell people, it's like they're like, "How how how do you do it? Like how how were you able to to know at one point working three different jobs? Yeah. Like how did you see the vision at the end of the tunnel?" And all I kept saying was like, "I'm fucking hungry." Like what they said that we can do, I'm gonna prove them that we can. If you just keep fucking going and you just don't stop, seeing that struggle, it, it, it just it, it just built that hunger within me to prove them that, you know, that people like us, immigrants, you know, we, we came to the country late, like they would say, that the American dream is still possible, but this, you just got to put in the fucking work. Yeah. Did you ever think for a second, wait a minute, you know, my skin color is not, I'm not white. My name is not Shelly. My name is not uh, Walter. My dad, you know what I mean? We're not white. Just, did that ever affect you? You want to know why? It's crazy, but it didn't. That's awesome. I never, I, I remember that, the, you know, I used to get bullied at school when I was younger. I, I know I used to get called all sorts of names. I mean, I was dark, you know, dark hair, big bushy eyebrows. So I remember I used to get bullied a lot and I used to make, f people used to make fun of me. And I used to come home and I used to cry and I used to talk to my sister because my mom would understand it. And then I was like, oh, my God, they make fun of me. Like, and then I'm like, I don't see what they see. Like, what is the problem? Like, what is so different about me? So instead of me thinking like, you know what, it's because she looks like that or he looks like that. I never thought about it like that. I was like, what the fuck? We're all the same. I just speak well, a different same. language. That's all. That's it. <laughs> I just speak a different language. So you were wired different from day one, I guess. 
I, I really do think I was, yeah. to be honest. I think mindset has always been something that I had within. I just didn't know how to explore it because I was in such a toxic household sure. that when I did, you know, when I, when I wanted to think different or when I wanted to explore different things, it's like, no, we don't do things like that. Or for people like us, that's not possible. Or don't work too hard. Well, for what? Yes, I love those. So it's like. I love those. Oh, you know what? You, you you can't do what they're doing. Right. You're not white. Right. You're not from the you know uh, the Kennedy family. Right. And I don't don't think you could do that. I, yeah, I remember there, there was a story where my mom used to tell us. Because um, it's funny how we landed in Cuba. Because we my family was ri- originally from Turkey, so there was a boat during the Holocaust that took the women to Cuba. It just stopped. Like my grand grandmother was very scared, and she put all the girls in a boat. And she was like, wherever this leads you, hopefully there is no Holocaust. Yes, They're not killing sure. the Jews. So the the boat of the women landed in Cuba, like out of all places. But the boat of the men, of the boys, landed in the USA. So I remember my mom, when we got here, she used to, she used to tell me like, damn, we just got so unlucky when that damn boat dropped us in Cuba. And we had to struggle all our life. But the men's are living great here. Because they came here years ago. So that was always the mindset that, you know, that my mother had. And and don't get me wrong. She took the risk, you know, to get us to a completely different country. She had the hunger. She she was always a risk taker, but to an extent. There was still a lot of limiting beliefs that she was just bringing on upon my sister and I. So I guess, you know, I I just I just thought different. I just said, you know what? There, there's, there's other things out the there things that we can there. do. I saw that picture you're talking about. You did a thing on IG. It was an interesting picture. You're younger, you know, you're a cute girl, but like what you became. And it, I think that's great for a lot of women deal with insecurities. A lot of girls do. Mm-hmm. And social media doesn't really help it all the time. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I love the Kardashians. Uh, Kim, what's she doing? The entrepreneur, she's doing amazing work. But I think there's a lot of pressure on women to look a certain way and act a way. But I'm sure women who saw that, girls who saw that, have inspiration from you, you know, and thank you for doing that for the girls out there. I try, you, you know, know? I, I would lie to you if I told you I don't have insecurities. I think every woman, every, every man have some type yes. of insecurity. Of course. It's just about, you know, just putting yourself out, out there, there and be authentic as you possibly yeah. can. Exactly. You know, don't do it for you, but do it for the people that you can potentially impact. Sure. So let's talk about it. So you, you come to Miami. Mm-hmm. What part? Um, I lived in Miami Gardens okay, by yeah. Carroll City. Oh, wow. Um, I lived in an efficiency with my family. We're a family of four. We're living in a one-bedroom efficiency. Um, I believe it was maybe like, a, I have the worst memory, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I believe it was like a year or two years after we were able to go and move into a trailer. Sure. We lived in a trailer park for many years. I mean, that's where I went to the rest of my elementary, middle school, and then finally we were able to buy a after years, uh, a small home where we originally were living in the efficiency down the block. Wow. So, um, so yeah, that, that wow. was that. <laughs> wow. Wow. Did you have dreams, big dreams at that time? I did. I did, man. I, 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 I used to go to different schools just because I wanted to be surrounded by different demographic of kids. So you, you, you're young, but you know that. That, that you have to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my mom, I, I told my mom, I was like, I don't know how we're going to do it, but we need to find a different address so I can go to the good school because I want to go to the bad school because I know in the bad school, I, re- I, I, I always had the hunger, the hunger to grow. You know, I was never in the streets. I was never 
like no i was in my house all the time like i was a homebody right but i i always had the hunger to grow so i remember telling my mom I was like we had to find an address and i have to go to a good school like i don't want nothing crazy going on so i remember finding that address and then going to a different school so the bus used to drop me off kind of close to my house but not really so then i will have to walk the rest to my trailer park and I remember the kids at school used to be like why do you get on the bus to yeah walk. why do you go over there yeah. like that's the trailer park I'm like no no the, the, that over there no that's where I have to go because my mom picks me I was so okay. embarrassed to say that I lived in the trailer park because I remember when I told someone at school that I lived in a trailer park they were like you live in a like that's not even a home that's like a fake house like you don't even have walls i remember that and i was like damn no i i do it, it makes a little noise when it rains sure. but it, it was as real as it got it was all we were able to afford and i was i was grateful i was grateful for it gratitude yeah so you have all the ingredients of, of a boss lady from childhood man you've been blessed you really have i'm telling you some i mean i'm some girls will be like no way i'm not gonna like Look at the parents, like, what, what are you guys doing? Why are we living here? You didn't have that attitude. No, I mean, all I was thinking was, like, what can I do? To get out, to get out of here. Right. What can I do? Yeah. And, and you know, I, I feel like entrepreneurship was always part of me, even when I was young. I just didn't know how. I didn't know how the someone becomes that. Yeah. I remember I, I, I had the hunger to make to wanting to make money because my parents were always arguing about making money. So I was like, oh, if I could get a job and I could just make a little money and bring something to this household. I remember the first, I would say, entrepreneurship like experience that I had. I, I had a lemonade stand outside of my house. Um, I used to live in the trailer park in the main street. So okay. all the cars used to come to my house. So I remember I told my mom, I was like, look, if we can go to Walmart and we can go buy some lemonade. Sure. And I can sell some lemonades. I can make something. Okay. I don't know how much, but I can make something. And we did it. Yeah. We went to go get some some lemonade at, the, at Walmart. We couldn't even make fresh one. And insane. I was selling some lemonade in the front by myself because my, my sister was always very embarrassed of that. So was my mom. So there was me just in the front of my house trying to sell by lemonade. Yourself. Uh, now, if you ask me, Cat, what were you saying? How I don't fucking remember what I was doing. But I remember that I had that hunger. I remember that I was ready to just get out of my comfort zone. And I was, I just wanted to do whatever. Like, whatever it took, I was willing to, to do it. That's insane. You didn't care how you looked, how you felt, at people making fun of you. You no. did not care about that. No, I was already getting made fun of all the time at school. I, I, I feel like I went through that through that stage. And as sad as that was growing up, especially because I see so many kids getting bullied, and it's freaking tough. It's tough. And to me, it was like, you know what? That made me so strong that when people were like, God, you're so confident. You're so strong. Sure. It's because I went through so much shit. I went through so much judgment. I went through so much, you know, so much obstacles when I was younger than now is like, oh, you don't like me? Sure. Oh, you think I don't have X, Y, and yeah, Z? Well, yeah, I don't fucking care. Yeah. Like. That's, wow. Were you same, same city in, uh, in high school? Where'd you go to high school? Yeah, I went to high school um, in Everglades. Okay. It was in Broward. Yeah. So I, it was not Dade County. Yeah. Um, I, I finished it's high school. It's Miramar, right? But is it, yeah. Yes, yes, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I finished high school. Um, I got my honors. I was playing soccer my senior year and my um in middle school as well that was another thing right i started to get into sports when i was a little older because sports was like unknown in my household like sports anything that had to do with growing sure. 
sure. Was just like, what is that? There's something wrong with you. If there was discipline. Is there was something that caused you to just act a little different than the norm? Sure. Um, it was just uncommon. So yeah, I started sports when I was in middle school, and then uh, I really got. Um, addicted to, to, to the gym, but really to how much I was changing mentally because I was doing things that were so out of my comfort zone that I feel like just went into so many aspects of my life. But fitness was always a really big thing for me yeah. um, during like my teen years. Wow. You probably got a lot of attention from boys high school? Not really. No. No. Really? Nobody liked me. No, really? I was a weird girl. I don't know. <laughs> That's hard to. Uh, I was always very quiet. I'm very okay. like private. Rish, I'm very yeah. like. I'm believe it or not, because on social media, social media, I'm you, social you media. Share I'm everything. not. I think like I'm such an introvert, but like on social media, I'm outspoken because it's me, my tripod, my exactly. phone. Let me talk my shit. Exactly. But in front of people, I'm like. How you, yeah. like, I'm no, a little no. bit more reserved. I'm like very that. private. Yes, I, think I interviewed an inter a TikTok family the other day, a couple. Same thing. She came on the interview. She freezed up. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Emily, you talked so much on it. That's interesting. Um, college, you go to college? Yes, I went to college. Well, okay, so the college situation. Let, let, let me give you a little story. So when I was in high school, I remember it was like about to be almost done where the kids are looking for colleges. I did the whole, like, let's look for a college by myself. I don't think my mom even, like, encouraged me to go to college. No, she, she, she didn't even know that I went to, like, a college tour. I did it. I went to different um, colleges in, in Florida. And I was trying to push myself to want to do it, but I was like, I just, I don't have the excitement like the, like the other kids had. Mm. So I was... My high, my uh, senior year, I was also working um, full time. I was working uh, a full time job. Um, I was working in an Italian restaurant as a waitress. Okay. Every day after school, so the reason why I tell you this is because uh, they were an Italian family, and the owner of the restaurant, she was like, "Cat, I would love for you to come to Italy with me." And I was like, holy crap, how many months do I have to save up to go to sure. Italy? And she's like, I mean, it's not that much. You know, you just get your air flight. And you can stay at the house that my parents have. Sure. So I was like, say no more. Okay. I started uh, saving up and I went to Italy. Long story short, um, I fell in love with Italy. Awesome. I stayed in um, Napoli and Rome for like a whole month. So I was like, wow, I love the culture. I love the people. I love the vibe. I love the scenery. I was like what if I go to like to the university here in Rome? So I did that. I applied. And that's when I was kind of like discouraged about like going to college or whatever. Um, I applied and I didn't, I never heard back from them. So I was like a little discouraged. I was like, damn, okay, well, I didn't hear back from them. I really wanted to go. I guess maybe I'll go to a community college. I don't really know what I want to major. Why spend all that money? Sure. Let me go do my AA and, and figure it out. Okay, well, um, about a month or two later, I was talking to my dad, and I was like, no, I was waiting for a letter from, like, Italy. It was, sure. like, a white, you know, big paper. And they're like, oh, yeah, it was, like, an acceptance to school. Yeah, we threw that away. I was like, oh, I was like, what the, like, what do you, what do yeah. you mean you guys yeah. threw it away? They're like, yeah, yeah, there's no way in hell you're going to go to Italy to go to school. So I was like, oh, my gosh. That, to me, was, like, such a slap in the face, because I'm like, okay. So I'm like first generation to do anything. Yes. And then on top of that, you're telling me that I, I can't, can't do go. That. So to me, that was like, yeah, that is just unreal. Like yeah. that, that's 
how toxic the household was. was that even like if you wanted to grow you wanted to couldn't, do any couldn't that was not possible no, su no support no support at all so i was like okay i ended up not going to italy and um i ended up going to the community college i started the community college then i stopped um i moved on my own which one to broward college oh uh, bc yeah i went to bc I um I, I stopped BC because I moved on my own. I, at that point, I had two jobs that I was working. And then I was also taking gigs on the side because that's when I started also like my modeling and all of that just to make more money. Sure. Um, after I got fired from one of the jobs, I was like, okay, I got to go back to school because I get financial aid and it pays for the rent. Sure. So I went back to school and um, I was doing film. Then I went and did business. And then I started doing live streaming and broadcasting, and I started making a shit ton of money. And then I was like, fuck school. I'm not going to go to school. And I just started to do that. And then I was making money traveling. Um, I was able to buy my first um, investment property and just kept going, kept going, kept growing my skill sets, kept seeing what else intrigued me. How else can I make an income? What else was able to help me grow? You know, and... Um, And the pandemic happened. Those fun times. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, those fun times that it was like, now what? Yeah. What you gonna Challenge. do? Yeah. During that same time is when I got into a relationship um, with my fiance. You sure. guys already heard sure. from him. Mm -hmm. Completely two opposites. Yes. <laughs> Eddie. And um, yeah, we, we started to work out. Uh, we were just like, you know what? It's tough times. What do we do now? Right. Yeah. Like. We got to keep growing. We got to keep evolving. Um, I started network marketing. Didn't know what the heck that was. Didn't know anything about what really business was. Sure. I just knew how to work hard. That's it. That's all I knew. I didn't know you. how to yeah. put a business plan together. I didn't know how to put it all together. All I knew was just to work hard. That's amazing. Just work hard and just keep going That's and amazing. eventually it's going to work for you. So I started network marketing. I built a huge organization we expanded to so many different countries um built a women empowerment community uh, community girls gone ceo I, i saw that that hashtag i love it yes yes and um they're they're in the in the in the verge of uh they're killing it they're killing you it are, you, guys no, 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 it. you guys are killing it yeah yeah you girls are killing it better word you yeah but yeah. because of that you know it was almost selfish because there's there were so many people so it's funny how the community came about right um like i told you i was always into mindset right i i always knew that i thought different um and i was always into mindset so i was like you know what it would be nice to start like a Instagram page is just quotes. Maybe someone is going through a rough day and reads the quotes and they just want to keep going because that helped me. So I started an, Insta an Instagram page and I just started posting quotes. That's all it was, just different quotes. But very bold. Like if you get to know my personality, I'm very like aggressive, That's bold. Awesome. So like the quotes were like, like make shit happen. Like yeah. let's fucking go get it. So yeah. it was targeting a very like, oh shit, I want to be that that woman, yes, you sure. know, demographic. So the the Instagram page blew up. We're like almost uh, 25,000 mm -hmm. on Instagram right now. So we grew a really big community. women community of all types of women. You know, the women that are an entrepreneur, the women that are wanting to become one, okay. the women that don't know how to get there, the ones that are killing it, right? So it was like, it's so diverse and... Um, And it's just growing. But you see, that I attached to with my network marketing business. Sure. But then it got to the point where there was the women were like, hey, what if we don't want to do network marketing, but 
is there something else that you know we can be part of this, sure. community. this community so we are in the in you know in the works of, Make of making it happen Dude. to everyone because it's just Let's do that. you know I, I wish when i was growing up that i had that yeah. that help right that i had someone online that was providing some free content or any mentorship or anything inspiration anything anything that was just you know give me that that hope of like okay i'm in the right you know in the right place in my yeah. life or you know what there's more out there you know and i didn't have that so i want to be that vision for, for awesome. those women that my, are my wife that. is an entrepreneur she will love that oh yeah well, i'll be awesome awesome good stuff 